astonishing stuff. Frank Ocean and the track Pyramids, nearly 10 minutes long, from the feature album Channel Orange. You're with Julian on the brown note and a review of the movie Ted, which I've been desperate, desperate, desperate to see. As the first time I saw a trailer from it, I knew that I would be at home and I knew that I would find him very, very amusing. Um, it's the first film by Seth MacFarlane, directed by Seth MacFarlane, who's been the founding source of the Family Guy, which has itself got a few very long um, episodes, like The Blue Harvest, and there's another one where Stewie goes on a massive adventure, and they're all sort of movie-length Family Guys, but this is a an unrelated-to-the-Family Guy movie with live-action actors and one very cute bear, and the bear himself... Um, as I noted on the trailers, which feature a number of very funny, rude comments by the bear, when you actually see the movie, the comments are much, much worse. <laughs> They've edited them for TV, and they're completely different lines of dialogue. And I, when I, I was quite surprised when I heard them. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, basically, it focuses on Mark Wahlberg being a child and then wishing his bear to life, becoming an adult, and his girlfriend getting annoyed that this bear has gone from being a cute, cuddly thing to a pot-smoking layabout who's a bad influence on her boyfriend and how he's got to move on with his life. It's the same story that's been in, apart from the um, animated bear, um, if you replace the bear with a human, it's a rom-com storyline number two. It's probably one of the most used in in movies. <clears throat> it's got... A, it's got um, for me, one of the best straight guys in movie at the moment is Mark Wahlberg. And he really, really showed how good a straight guy he is in the movie opposite Will Farrell, the other guys, where he was really the funniest person on screen. And I remember the sequence in that where Will Farrell takes uh, Mark Wahlberg back to his house to meet his wife. And Mark Wahlberg can't get his head around why. Eva Mendes is married to him and uh, I remember that being one of the most deliciously funny scenes I've seen in years and he just he's excellent as a straight man he's permanently exasperated he's just got such a great timber for doing it um, and the other third cog on the wheel is um, the recently wonderful uh, Myla Kunis who's been in um, Friends with Benefits with Justin Timberlake and I said how good she was in that and how I was really surprised that she seemed such a confident and uh, charming and sparkling actress um, really sort of in the vein of um, Janice Fannison and having a lot of personality and she pretty much does the same here she's not really given a great deal to work with and there's really not much storyline beyond what I've just sort of elaborated on Ted has to move out of the flat he goes into the world. There's a really funny montage um, at the start of the film, which begins with a narration by Patrick Stewart, who seems to get the... Uh, who ha must absolutely love doing these ludicrous voiceovers to movies, where Ted goes from being the child bear to the adult bear. And he's as a child, he's on all of the TV shows, that, like the Lenormans of their day, and he's on all these talk shows and everything like that. And then the world just gets bored of him. They get bored of the fact that there's this bear that's come to life. And as he grows, he becomes more involved in uh, prostitutes, uh, drugs, uh, the police, and so on. And he ends up a very, very badly behaved character. 
Um, and then he just ends up being on Mark Wahlberg's couch as a two-watch episodes of Flash Gordon. And it's basically a stoner comedy. Um, I was looking forward to it more than any film I've seen this year. A little bit disappointed. Uh, it could be probably 30% funnier for it to be a great, great comedy. It's um, It's got enough sort of stagnant bits in it where it's not as funny as I'd hoped. Um, that it doesn't get over the line as being a great comedy. Somebody made the interesting point. Is it the best comedy that's come out this year? Yes. But it's not that big a, a task to do because every year, you know, all, I think making a comedy movie is the hardest kind of movie to make, and I base that on the empirical evidence of there's virtually no really good back-to-back. I mean, the other guys that came out uh, a year ago was the best comedy of that year. And that wasn't a great film, and that still had... You could still pump a bit more funny into that film to get it over the line to greatness, and it's exactly the same with this. I think this is on a par with the other guys as far as being funny. So if you were sort of to take, um, say, The Hangover, which has been, like, the best comedy, well, back-to-back, you know, as far as achieving all of its goals and remaining funny from start to finish, I'd have given that a 9 out of 10, Bridesmaids I'd have probably given a 5 out of 10 as I thought after an hour that just lost the funny out of it completely Um, this would be halfway in between those it is definitely well worth watching and the bits where Ted is funny made me laugh uproariously out loud and quite a few times enough times for me to be satisfied with it features a running gag about uh, Flash Gordon and there's a wonderful sequence in the middle of the film where Mark Wahlberg and uh, Ted end up partying with the actor that used to play Flash Gordon in the TV show and they're just banging back cocaine and shooters and just appalling, appalling behaviour. And um, it's really, really very, very funny. It's very offensively funny. Um, I don't think it was too bad. There's certainly some lines in there that will be offensive to people. Um, And Ted gets a girlfriend and and it sort of bumbles along with no storyline at all. it's really just the pleasure of the three very charming front characters, Wahlberg, Kunis, and Seth MacFarlane as the Ted. Um, and any time you spend in their company, it's just amusing and it's, it's often hilarious. And you don't really need a great deal else. In fact, it's almost like you wish they'd just honed in on that and, and had even less of a story to go on. The one interesting element, though, is Giovanni Ribisi, who appears on the screen on the side of the movie as a as a like um a demented stalker who's had this love affair with the bear his whole life and now is an adult with his own extremely screwed up child of his own um and they end up um trying to get the bear to keep him as their own and there's a sequence where Giovanni Rabisi who plays a character very very well and very very disturbingly where he's dancing in his lounge with a cocktail to Tiffany's I Think We're Alone Now. And I have to say, it's both the funniest and most disturbing scene I've seen in a film in years. Um, it was very, very odd. It does let me down a little bit. It's it could If it's as funny as it is at its best, for, say, another third of the film, then it's a masterpiece. Um, but because there was sort of like, there's the odd dead bit here and there where it doesn't quite get over the line... It's not brilliant. It is probably the funniest film I've seen since The Other Guys last year. Um, so it's still going to be worth seeing, just from the fact that it's probably got more and louder laughs than any film I've seen since that one. 
Um, so well worth watching. And I think um, Seth MacFarlane, he could tone down um, some of the aspects of his filmmaking, which he might have thought that people wanted this kind of film. Not this kind of film, but needed those elements that are traditionally in movies. Whereas his own family guy is a much more scatological and very sort of all over the shop and doesn't pay lip service to a lot of the standard formats that you'd get. And here he's got a bit more of what you would expect in the way, in the way of character development and in, the, in, the, in needing a story as the foundation of the movie when it's the funny bit that are really the movie and that really make it. Um, and yeah, I suppose it's on a sentimental aspect. It's not cloyingly sentimental. And there is some genuine emotion between Mark Wahlberg and the bear and the whole loss of innocence thing. And the relationship between Wahlberg and Kunis is is um, actually quite touching and, and it's quite nicely done. And as I've said many times, it, if it hasn't got a nasty streak to it, even though the humour in it is incredibly rude, um, it hasn't got a nasty streak to it. It's got a, it feels nice and it feels warm and you like the characters and no one has anything that upsetting happen to them. And on that basis, I, I did really enjoy it. I built it up far too much though. So I'm going to give it seven and a half.